Crossover podcast, the show where you get comics and you get sports and you get The Bachelor. And Craig Needles is here. How's it going, Craig? Fine, thank you. All right. And Jess Brady is back once again. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you doing? All right. Now, first questions for Jess. <laughs> are, are you as excited as I am for Nick to meet Raquel next week? <laughs> oh, my God. I cannot wait. <laughs> As shocked as I was that he ditched Christina, uh, I honestly, like, I was, a little part of me was like, yes, now we get to see their family and her family. (laughs) So as as much as I really don't like Corinne, I may be coming around just because she's such a spectacle. It's ridiculous. That was a tremendous laugh. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I've got a conspiracy theory. We're gonna we're like a minute into this, but I've got a conspiracy theory. All right. Do it. Nick, Do it. Nick has already decided in his head it's 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 Vanessa or Rachel. He might or he might have even already decided it's gonna be Vanessa. And production knows this, and they said to him, "Listen, Nick, you probably like Christina better than you like than you like Corinne, and you you, you there's a chance that you like Danielle better than her too. But can you just can you can you do us a solid?" And he's just like, you know what? Sure. Why the hell not? <laughs> I, I, I really believe that he probably has already figured out in his mind. All right. It's, it's Vanessa or Rachel. And he probably has already settled on Vanessa. And uh, that's the situation. That's that. That's that's my conspiracy theory. I, 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 I back that 100 percent because like dude, we've we've had so much Raquel talk. I mean, yeah. it would yeah. just be terrible if we didn't actually get to meet her for real. I do not want Raquel to be Maris from Frasier. Like, I don't yeah. want to get into that situation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, are you guys not a little bit afraid that we might be let down by Raquel? Like, what if she's not as fantabulous as we've been led to believe? What if her cheese pasta is nothing but mediocre? <laughs> <laughs> then what That's true. Do? Like, what, great... if, what if the spoons have water spots? Oh, God. <laughs> What if she doesn't get all the wrinkles out of her dresses? Oh, you're right. A great you're right. man once said, "Don't, don't, don't believe the hype." So <laughs> we might be in that kind of territory. Oh God, correct. Yeah. How can she live up to this hype? She can't. I know. I, I I just hope that we get there and like for some reason like she's like you know be like Corinne doing some of the weirdo thing and Raquel's like no basically is Corinne's like no nonsense angel on her shoulder. That's kind of the dynamic I'm hoping Ooh. for. Mm-hmm. That could be good. But, yeah. See, that's 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 what I'm hoping, but we'll see. Jimmy Kimmel had this great bit. You can find this on YouTube where uh, he cut because he always does these fun little bachelor re- like two minute recaps on his show, right? Because they're both on ABC. So he. He was like, he basically, he was like, we have a clip of Corinne or of Raquel watching, uh, uh, you know, Corinne's nanny Raquel watching the the scene where she took her, uh, you know, bikini top off in the hot tub. And it was, you know, oh, yeah. it wasn't really her, but it was some other, you know, Hispanic lady who was like clutching a cross and started like, <laughs> crossing herself and was like, Dios mio. And it was like, oh my word, that's a great joke. <laughs> oh, oh that's know. good. I thought that was a great joke. You can find that one on YouTube. All credit to Jimmy Kimmel. Um, Craig, biggest Cinderella story, Corinne, final four, biggest Cinderella story since George Mason? 
Oh, it has to be. Like, I never thought that Krim would get this far. No, me neither. Uh, I thought that she would be, like, I thought that she'd be, like, most Bachelor villains where she gets that when there's, like, six or seven left, she goes and everyone's happy she's gone and that's the end of it. But, uh, no, she's, she's getting a hometown, for God's sake. It's incredible. <laughs> uh, I And maybe that speaks more to, like, the the fact that the, the the roster wasn't that particularly deep. I think that we all in the first episode are like, oh, Vanessa and Rachel, those are those are the top two, and no one else is even close to them. And that that has obviously held true throughout the rest of the season. So maybe that was part of it. But yeah, the fact that we've got a villain getting a hometown that's uh, that's that's that that's historical stuff right there. It's happened before, but uh, it's it's uh, it's fun when it happens, especially when it's someone as as out there as Corinne. It's ratings gold, really. I mean, oh, they've, yeah. hit, they've hit oil there, pay dirt. <laughs> because, like, I mean, guaranteed, it's drawing people in. I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, if there were people who hadn't really been following it, but have seen all the memes, all the gifts, everything, and they're like, I gotta tune in for this one, because this is yeah. ridiculous. I gotta see what this what this crazy woman's all about. So, yeah. like, at some point, uh, Corinne's gonna have her own, own reality show. Someone <laughs> somewhere is going to offer her this. It's gonna happen. Oh, God. I, <laughs> I don't want to support it, but at the same time, I know I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, I know. I can't look away. <laughs> I can't condone it, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna participate passively. <laughs> I will not watch any of the commercials. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, advertisers. <laughs> well, the, the twins got their own show, but uh, from what I'm hearing, that that's not long for for this world. No. Uh, um, I gotta tell you, I am excited for all four of these hometowns for different reasons. Uh, we already mentioned like everything about Corinne fascinates yeah. me, so I'm I'm excited <laughs> to meet Raquel, Rachel. I'm excited to meet the dynamic of this of this father that she's been. I don't oh yeah, say, I don't want to say warning. Preparing is probably more the word. Preparing's preparing. a good word. Sir, yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, preparing <laughs> Nick to meet. I'm excited to meet Raven's family and the type of mother who apparently gave her the keys so that she could go and assault her cheating boyfriend. I'm really excited <laughs> that. That's a that's a good point. And, I love that. And uh, Vanessa, Nick Nick gets to head to to up here, up up to Nick's good coming old, to Montreal. Yeah, coming Yay! to good old Kenyatta. So that's uh, my hometown. Go yeah. girl. All right. <laughs> I, I'm like so, there's all four reasons to to love these. I gotta tell you, or actually, I won't. I won't tell you but I, I i will admit that they announced who the bachelorette is gonna be i was gonna ask are we gonna talk about it because we don't want to spoil anything I, for anybody who hasn't re- I didn't read want it spoiled it. for myself but unfortunately and i won't say who one of the bachelor pods that i listened to this week just blurted it out no <gasps> 2017 no spoiler warnings on a bachelor show are you kidding me it just blurted it out, ruining my day but uh oh. you know if that's the worst thing that happened to me i'm probably counting myself lucky so yeah. I will just. Ask. I had a coworker, not Jess, blurted out to me. So, <gasps> so all who three of us. You? So all three of us know who the bat- uh, who the bachelorette is. Yes. Yes. Okay. So for the next two minutes, unlike said podcast I just mentioned, we I will give out a giant spoiler alert. If you don't want to know who the bachelorette is, maybe skip ahead like four or five minutes on this pod yeah. or something. I'll. I'll Think of, I'll come up with a timestamp for you to skip around. So Rachel is the Bachelorette, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Which is fantastic, but I'm disappointed that they told us so early. Like, 
I think that it'll be really, really cool that she'll have her own shot at it. And obviously, for historical reasons, she'll be the first uh, African-American uh, bachelorette, which is really great. Um, but yeah, I, I don't understand why they, they told us so early. Now it's, I mean, I think people are still going to watch because, well, Corinne and Raquel. But it's still, like, I, I'm really surprised that they, they kind of blew this one and just kind of were like, okay, no embargo. We're just going out there with it. Yeah, it was... Uh... It was strange. I was surprised to maybe they just because uh, uh, now we know Vanessa wins. Yeah, like Vanessa, Bobby, Vanessa, yeah. And, yeah. Um, Unless, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, what if Corinne wins? Okay, anyway, stranger yeah. things have happened. Donald I'd honestly, Trump. <laughs> that, that's a good point. That's a good point. I'd honestly be depressed if if Corinne wins because that means she won't be on Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah, that would be the worst. And I don't know if I can handle that. that yeah. Oh come on, you know they won't last. She'll be there. That's yeah, she'll be there eventually. You're right. Maybe not this summer, but soon. With Raquel. With Raquel. <laughs> Just make Raquel the bartender, because that bartender yeah. in Paradise is kind of boring. I would rather see Raquel. Yeah, yeah. Raquel can be the bartender. No, Raquel yeah, on like... the bartender date. Oh my God. There we go. Yeah. There's our Some girl. cheese pasta when they're hungover, where they're you know they're finished drinking for the night and they're starving. Sure. Yep. No, that's uh, th- these are brilliant ideas, and we should yeah. be producing the show. Uh, I'm excited for Rachel, but the thing is, I for, for Rachel's dad's perspective, like he's a judge. Oh, and yeah. his daughter is this lawyer. Who, she seems pretty accomplished. She's beautiful. She's smart. And if I'm this judge and my daughter is this beautiful, smart, accomplished lawyer, and she's, like, meeting some guy who's dating four other women at the same time and, like, trying to date him on a TV show, I can yeah. understand why Rachel's dad must, might, may not be thrilled about the situation. I don't know how he's going to feel about this whole uh, bachelorette situation, but I guess we'll have to meet him next week to find out. I'll tell you what, he'll feel a lot better about her being the bachelorette than her on the bachelor. <laughs> yep. she, he will he will enjoy that she'll have her pick. And uh, because she he's got to be incredibly proud of her for everything that she's done. And she says that she's a daddy's girl. So they were probably pretty tight. So she wants the best or he wants the best for her, I should say. He will not like this situation with Nick, I don't think. He'll probably play it up a little bit for the cameras, but he sounds like he's a tough cookie. And I mean, if I was Nick, I'd be nervous. Do either of you two know where Rachel's from? She's from Texas. Texas? Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, which of the cities do you think, like, which of the actual cities do you think Nick would be most excited to visit? Because the four are Montreal, Miami, yeah. Hoxie, which I think is in Alabama. Like, I think it might be Arkansas. Arkansas, or Arkansas right. Yeah, Thank Arkansas. You. I knew it was Alabama or Arkansas. It was one of the eight. And Dallas, Texas. And Dallas, other. Texas. I think oh, he's... it's got to be Montreal. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. If I could go, if I if I could just do a, a vacation in any one of those four cities uh, or any of the four locations, I think depending on the time of year, obviously, but I think I'd pick yeah. Montreal. Yeah, Miami I might would be too. up there for me. I would like to, but you know, that's only because I'm a big Canes fan. We could probably catch a game, Craig. Right, that's true. Yeah, uh, but yeah, other than but like those are four. Like I don't know, uh, Hoxie, you know, Arkansas from from anything, but uh, yeah. you know, it's probably a very lovely small town USA and uh, Dallas, Texas. I would, that would be a great city. These, these are, these are Mm. great cities. I think, I think like, I think Nick's going to have a field day next week, traveling from place to place. Totally. He already has. (laughs) We can talk about about Christina. Oh yeah. Here's a quick question before we get to Christina. Like let's let Jess answer first and then we'll go to Craig, but uh, same question to both of you. Honest answer. Had you ever heard of Bimini before Monday night? <laughs> no, but I love the name. Yeah. <laughs> and now if it ever comes up in a newscast, I'm yeah. set because I'll know how to say it. I won't be 
that 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 person who says bimini no i'll know it's bimini and it's gorgeous <laughs> i i was like but it was that sequence to me was just funny because nick was like we're going to bimini and they were all like oh my god bimini and i'm like where? I'm sitting there going, where are they going? And I, for <laughs> half a second, I thought he said Bemidji, which is in <laughs> Minnesota, but I only or but I only know that because of Fargo, right? Yeah, I was, I was like, gonna say. <laughs> I was like, are they going Did to Fargo? Did you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, Minnesota. Not that there's anything wrong with Minnesota, but no. not exactly like a dream location when you're just leaving St. Thomas and right, not right. St. Thomas in southwestern Ontario, which is also lovely, but it's not tropical. No. No, I, I think I know what St. Thomas I'd rather spend time in if I was going to pick one or the other. Um, as for the Bemidji thing, could you imagine being on the Bachelor season that goes from Wisconsin to St. Thomas yeah. to Bemidji? <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like whiplash. I don't know if that would be allowed. Uh, I, I, too, by the way, had never heard of Bimini. I did not know what it was. And I feel as though I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty good... I'm pretty good from a geographical perspective. But mm-hmm. as far as knowing, you know, the names of many of the countries and places but yeah. i had never heard of bimini before i think that's why they put that map in that map yeah. graphic when they were like okay we're leaving st thomas and this is where bimini is for everyone who does not know i had to google it to make sure every- they weren't lying honestly I was like, this, is a place. <laughs> this is not a place get out of here you've made this up you've yeah. gone to willy wonka's chocolate factory <laughs> this is this is not a real thing <laughs> Um, but, but, uh, when you're googling Bimini, uh, the first like four or five results are news stories about The Bachelor. So there isn't a lot of stuff that comes up on. Uh... So Bimini was just like, "This is great for us." <laughs> the Bachelor, yeah, exactly. Bimini, they, get the they, Bim- Bimini name out there. They must have offered them like everything for free in order to make this happen. Oh, probably. <laughs> but it does look genuinely nice. I mean, oh god, yes. We've said before editing, but maybe it's one of those little, little hidden gems. You know, it didn't it say it was like the gateway to the Bahamas or something like that? Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 what Google says at least. Yeah. Well, there you go. B- yeah, Bimini does look. Be- like- Bimini's going to become like Iceland, like how over the last year and a half, everyone's been like, you, you, everyone's had a friend or a brother or something that's traveled oh, to yeah. Iceland for some reason. Bimini's going to be like the new one over the next like, year or two. Where <laughs> like, I'm going to Bimini. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah. I like so, it. Christina got sent home and the internet did not like it one bit. Twitter, it, it, it Nick caused a Twitter explosion with that one for, for the Bachelor crowd. Can we talk about how Pierce, how you you texted Craig on Monday night about Christina? <laughs> well, I didn't think. Now I I didn't know she was going home was the thing. Though I I thought the way they edited it was that it looked like she was just gonna walk. Like like they they had that one yeah. you know today on The Bachelor right, and I was like, oh my god, is she just gonna walk? And like I fell <laughs> for it again. I uh, like it's it's my <laughs> and I thought Craig was watching it because you know why wouldn't i and then i was just like yep. oh my god i think she's gonna walk and then yeah <laughs> well yeah. jess and i were at a charity dinner on monday which yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a good time but uh yes we were both like as we were at the dinner we we're like oh man we're missing the bachelor we pvr'd it though so it's okay yeah it's all good instead we were watching robbie alomar and bret hart and john scott talk about stuff awesome. yeah all three which good was dudes. Pretty... three good dudes yeah um, go ahead, Craig. I, I was just going to say the Christina situation. You mentioned this, the, the the editing and whatnot. I, I I knew that it looked like a little bit weird, but I didn't. I, I did did not expect it to go that way. I thought no. that 
I, I was just thinking, okay, Corinne's done. This is the end of the line for Corinne. We've had our fun, yeah. but that's yeah. the end of it. And uh, nope, nope. Instead, Christina goes home. I was, I was floored by that. I was floored. Mm-hmm. It was very surprising. Not at all what I expected, especially since uh, her little attempt slash debut of the actual usage of the Platinum Vagine did <laughs> yes! not... Yes! Fell flat. No. Well, I guess I should say there was no usage from what we could tell because Nick wasn't having it. He was like, Nick, nah, you, no, you got to go. You don't got to go home, but you yeah. here. Yeah, slow down, slow down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm not surprised that Corinne went that route, but uh, uh, Nick has been on a Bachelor at season before in which that sort of thing did happen and things mm-hmm. kind of got a little bit crazy. So I think that he made the smart move there by saying, you know what? This is not something that's going to happen. I'm going to save this for the fantasy suite where it belongs. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I feel like... And we're, we're jumping ahead a little bit here, but I feel like Raven's going home next week. I feel like... Because like, it's not Rachel and it's not Vanessa. I feel like Corinne is... is gonna get a ch- one more chance to unleash the platinum machine if you will <laughs> oh, and potentially i agree this home <laughs> if you're if you're nick don't you like have to like check this out as yeah. far as a, the fantasy suite situation just, I goes know. i gotta know right? like, i got to know yeah, exactly. he owes it to himself and the rest of us exactly yeah. like like he's like i cannot walk around the rest of my life not knowing like i'll always wonder right like there'll just yep. be that itch right. in the back where it's like should i it's like yeah as yeah. he wears those tight Bermuda shorts that yeah. nobody likes. Those Zach Morris looking <laughs> drawers, right? Yeah. Gotta know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's 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 something. Uh, and speaking of the Bachelor editors, just when you talk about Christina was gonna walk, I, I feel like they're uh, like your Lucille and the Bachelor editors are Jean Parmesan at this point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they got me again. Oh yeah, totally. They, they they absolutely did. I gotta stop falling for it. I used to be. It's, <laughs> I don't know. My radar's really off this year. I've lost five bucks to my wife last week on Raven. I'm just, I'm, I'm off. I'm having an off year uh, with The Bachelor. Um, do you think Nick, because he's doing this thing where there, there's been a shockingly low amount of rose ceremonies this year, which mm. has usually kind of been The Bachelor's bread and butter, but it seems like Nick at least cares enough about the remaining ladies and we've seen it with with Danielle L or Delo as they like to be called, and <laughs> with Christina this week, where he's just flat out told these girls, "Listen, you got to go. yeah, you got to go. Yeah. You're 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 a good you're you're a good person, and I don't want to put you through a rose ceremony." He's essentially saving these girls from having to go through the indignity of the rose ceremony. Yeah. So, is there a chance that this is a new bachelor trend? Uh... I think. It's... Sorry, go ahead, Craig. I just think I think it might become the trend. I know that production may not love it, but I think that like you know Nick's getting the good guy edit because like oh look he's not yeah. putting her through the, the he, like he's getting a nice edit because of that and everyone's like oh what a nice guy so that just might become something that uh, is the norm. I don't know. I feel like maybe this is a one off because you know this is he's been this is not his first rodeo, folks. Uh, good point. Yeah. <laughs> and I think maybe he's a bit fatigued with the process and. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's funny that you say there's a, a low amount of rose ceremonies, but there's a high amount of tears. Like yes. he is 
He is very weepy, and there's nothing wrong with that. A man in touch with his emotions, nothing wrong with it. Um, but yeah, I think he's feeling the pressure, and and I think as much as it's good for the girls, the ladies, uh, that uh, they don't have to sit through that, I think it's also he's considering his own feelings. Like he doesn't want to stress about it and know that he's going to do that uh, in, in a big ceremony in front of everybody. And and I got to say, I give him props for his decision with Christina where he told Chris uh, Harrison to say, you know, I want to do this as private as possible and and not you know put her through that as you guys were saying it's it is it is the good guy move so he gets props for that but uh i think he's perhaps a bit unique in that this is this is what his fourth time around in some kind of um incarnation of bachelorhood um so i think maybe he's just He's been through it, and he's a little bit tired of the whole process, but I think somebody else would maybe be a little bit more uh, wanting to stay the traditional route. But I, I don't know. I, I could be wrong, but I just feel like he's he's an old-timer. He's a veteran, and uh, he's he wants to live by his own rules. That's uh, that's a really good point by you. Is It's highly unlikely we get to a situation where The Bachelor in the future is someone who is in the final two of The Bachelorette twice. Yeah, yeah. That's probably for, not going to happen. Sake, I hope not, because yeah. good lord. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. It's a lot of TV. Yeah. I, I just wanna, I want to talk about three things that. Uh, see if you guys noticed these things. There, there were there were three things that happened that I think were uh, great sources of unintentional comedy. One was when all of the girls were at the beginning of the episode when they thought Nick might be leaving, and all of the girls were kind of sitting around. Going, oh my god, is he going to leave? He might leave. I think he's going to leave. And then the focus was on Corinne, the entire conversation. And Corinne was just (laughs) sitting there losing her shit. Going, I think he's going to leave. And then Nick walked in, and she immediately adjusted her hair. (laughs) She immediately was like, oh, he's here. And then like did this like wavy thing. It was... Do you think about anyone else that he doesn't, like, knock ever? The guy freaking does not knock. How about just a quick tap on the door? Come on. That's all I'm asking for. That's a good point. Sorry. No, no, that's a very good point. Uh, I'm wondering if Corinne is just so Corinne that she thought that maybe he was on the fence as to whether he's going to uh, continue on with the Bachelor process or not. So she's like, if I look, like, 1% hotter, maybe he's going to still want to do this. Like. The other, the other unintentional comedy bit was when Corinne, uh, Christina, and Raven were on the boat, and poor Raven, <laughs> poor Raven was having to put on her own sunscreen. <laughs> like, Nick was there rubbing sunscreen on both of the other girls, and Raven's just there, like rubbing it on herself. And I'm like, ah, oh, that poor girl. Good for her. Trooper. Yeah, that's not what you want. Trooper. She's true. cheaper. Uh, and the other also- one, the other one was when Raven gets the like i love this was my favorite part of the episode raven gets the rose and then nick takes her outside and they have this beautifully framed shot of (laughs) nick and raven behind a door making out while you could peer through and just see christina and corinne who are just like can't like (laughs) corinne's got her head in her hands going really and and Christine, Christina is frozen in time, unable to comprehend why she didn't get the rose. And yeah. it, it was just, it was so beautifully framed the way they got that shot. It, it was. I love that he yeah. was like, that's something I want you to come with me. I've been planning this, uh, this special thing. So he takes her outside and then they make out. And I was like, was that what he was planning? <laughs> like, yeah. he just uh, wanted right. to like, make out with her out on the porch? Okay. 
I uh, said the exact same thing to my wife with the framing of that shot. By yeah. the way, I was like, "Oh wow, this, that's just that's just great. <laughs> that's just great directorial work." Is all that is. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah, that was weird too. Like, oh, I want to take you somewhere. Oh wait, hold on a second. Before we literally get three feet from the people we just left, we've got to have a quick makeout sesh. We just have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you gotta have a sesh, yo. You gotta that's do what true. you gotta do. I guess. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Did you guys? Also see Corinne's face when she was reading out that date card. I think it was for Rachel's. Yes, that was good. No, I think it was Vanessa's. I think it was Vanessa's where she. Oh, was Vanessa. Like, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. She said Vanessa's name, and the words just turned to ash in her mouth. <laughs> yeah. Right, like it was just. It was. She was just Vanessa. <laughs> like she couldn't contain her 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 seething hatred. It was brilliant. That was another great unintentional comedy moment that yeah. they had. It felt as though, like she, uh, as she, as she started to read Vanessa at the end of the day card, she started to melt. Yeah, <laughs> and, and the and the Corinne rant about how Vanessa's not that, you know, Vanessa there's no depth to her. Unbelievable. She's just a special needs teacher. Like, a, how well do you know this person? Yeah. B, what are you actually saying? Like, what are you saying right now? Yeah. She doesn't have a nanny. Okay. Yeah. Like, Good lord. It's oh. like it's like the only the, her 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 knocks about Vanessa were. The only thing we know about her is that she helps mentally disabled people. And she, her family is Italian, and they get together on Sunday. Yeah. She's very family-oriented and very helpful to those around her. Hashtag the worst. Yeah, just was, the worst. Yeah, no depth to that at all. Oh, my God. God. It's great. Vanessa Meanwhile. also likes cute puppies. Oh, my God. <laughs> Meanwhile... We're getting this lecture from the, you know, endless bottomless well that is Corinne. So pardon me if I'm not, you know, scoffing a little bit at this. Like, come on. It's just Corinne needs a foe. She needs a foe to vanquish. And unfortunately, of the three remaining women, Vanessa has drawn the short straw and has become <laughs> the the ire of Corinne and her evil bring, black magic. It, 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 bring it, back yeah. Taylor. Bring exactly. back Taylor. She, she, she smited Taylor into the ground, and she just she's like this. Corinne is a warrior, and she she needs a dragon to slay. That's all it is. And <laughs> and since no one is presenting themselves, she has to fabricate one in her own mind. And and like this is just what the great athletes do, right, Craig? Is they 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 <laughs> they find. They, like they find a thing to defeat, right? And 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 whether they fabricate it of their own mind or not, and that's yep. just what Corinne has done here. Yeah, like Michael Jordan had obviously like the world working against him. He basically yeah. is able to do that all the time. Uh, Kobe Bryant had fake Michael Jordan's legacy. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's just so- social media and everything of the last 15 yeah. years, right? Yeah. Skip Bayless. Yeah. 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 Skip Bayless. <laughs> so, so basically, yeah, you just create these. Uh, I don't know who Tom Brady's. Maybe it must be Roger Goodell at this point. Either way, uh, you, you just create this super villain that okay, I have to beat this person, even though you've really beat everyone else who's around. But yeah, I think it's a very good comparison. Do you guys think they actually swam with sharks? Because that was that was a lot of stock footage they were using during that sequence. That that like I fell for some editing, but I'm not buying that one. My boyfriend James said the same thing. He's like, yeah. they're not ripped with those sharks. It's like- <laughs> No, yeah, because, like, at no point... First off, the cameramen weren't getting off and getting, like, the weird underwater shots. And then it was... I don't know. It just seemed very fabricated. And, like, you want to see one of the girls get an arm bit off. Like, I'm sure most of Twitter wanted to see Corinne get eaten by a shark. But, like, (laughs) that's very bad for the Bachelor franchise if someone is eaten, right? Yeah. So so here you could say it was fishy? 
Yeah. No. <laughs> I know. Okay, internet, calm down. I'm Sharks aren't very hard not to make a bat shark repellent spray joke right now. <laughs> oh yeah. It's taking every fiber of my being not to do it right I'm, now. I'm I'm gonna pull a Captain America and I'm gonna say I understood that reference. <laughs> <laughs> I'll play it. Oh, uh, I yeah I. <laughs> The, the, that whole thing was kind of weird to me. It, it, just, yeah. it felt like that, like, it, and I, I, Jess, I can't remember what was you saying it to me uh, today. I think it was, but uh, a three-on-one date. That's because you know the two-on-one's awkward, but the three-on-one somehow might be even more awkward. Because yeah. yeah. like, you're, you're used to those group dates having like much larger numbers than that. Yeah. So yeah. the whole thing just felt awkward to me. And yeah, a little bit staged. And yeah, I don't think they're oh. swimming with sharks because. At some point, you've got to acknowledge that there's a significant insurance risk there, and I'm sure that's why the camera people were in the were in the that's water. True. Also, one of the best parts of that whole thing was when Christina like freaked out and she's like, "Nah, back to the boat. I got to go." And so Nick goes with her, and then you just see Corinne bobbing around. Where'd Nick go? And he's like <laughs> on the yacht. Yeah, cozy with Christina and their little blankets, their little towels, and she's like, meanwhile, in the ocean, he he just left her like chum for the for the sharks. Man, that's that's cold. <laughs> like I buy, Ice maybe cold. they they were in some sort of uh, bimini shallowy waters where they have like those you know sharks that kind of are like the size of eels kicking around. Oh yeah, like, definitely not like whatever the great white looking things that they were it showing. It looked like a great white, didn't right? it? Yeah. That, yeah. That was definitely not occurring. I wonder if they just like made did like a super close up. Like I can't remember the exact shots now. They just do a super close up one of those small sharks so it looked bigger. <laughs> it's possible. Yeah. Like, uh. it's, it's all sorts of camera trickery could have been. It just honestly, I've said it a bunch of times. It looked like stock footage is all it was. They were just like, let's just get a shark reel and run it. Right. And then we'll, we'll <laughs> fix it in post. Right. Like, <laughs> Oh, oh, man. Classic. Um, Jess, as Yo. a lady. Yes. Your thoughts <laughs> on Nick and his tap dancing routine after Vanessa declared her love towards him? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I just. Oh. Oh, yay, yay. <laughs> Here's my thought. I thought. Vanessa, girl, you got to know he cannot tell you, even if he feels that way. Like, first of all, okay, the expectation on this show is typically yes, the the ladies or the gentlemen, whoever you know, if it's bachelor bachelorette season, the contestants are generally going to express at some point their their love for the for the main person, right? But I mean, the the can like the the actual person cannot tell them back, otherwise. That is the defeats the whole point of the show. Like, I mean, so, I mean, I feel for her because if you declare feelings for someone and they're not returned, ouch. Uh, but at the same time, she should know that he can't exactly tell her. So, I mean, the look on her face, though, she was not impressed. And I can appreciate that. But, uh, you know, she's probably thinking, I wasted this dress on this guy? <laughs> on this? I say I love you and you don't even appreciate these little cute cutouts on my dress, you know? I don't know. I just, I felt bad for her, but I was like, girl, you you should know better. He can't tell you. He just can't. Don't be mad at him. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. That is a very, very good point, and I agree with everything within that rant. And if she wants to still say that, that's fine, but she just has to know that was the response that she was going to get. Yeah, you know? manage your expectations. And and I get that even if you think you're managing your expectations, sometimes you're still disappointed. That's only natural, even if you think you're keeping everything under wraps. 
But yeah, she really can't blame him for that one. And yeah, but he did tap dance around that. He he was he was trying real hard. <laughs> the look on his face too. He's like, oh god, please don't, please don't. And then she did. <laughs> it's, it's funny though, cause the second she said that to Nick, my Neanderthal dude brain immediately flashed back to my you know the days before I was married, when you had certain situations like this. And I was just like, oh my god, what would I say if presented with this situation? And first off, Nick did the great thing, which is the, the first thing that all fantastic liars do is you re- <laughs> is you repeat what they just said to you in order to buy yourself some time, right? So, oh yeah, yeah. So Nick Nick did that, where he, he repeated what she just said back to him to buy himself a couple extra seconds to get his thoughts together. And then That's I key. remember, and then I remember thinking, okay, I would say I appreciate you saying you love me, but I can't reciprocate it because. It's not fair to the other girls in the house for me to do it. And then Nick basically said exactly that. And then my thought was. (laughs) (laughs) Where'd it go, Nick? Where'd it go? It was honestly, it was like those Wiser's commercial. Like the dude from the Wiser's commercial should have been off camera. And then it should have been like, this one's for you or whatever it was. You know what? I think future generations of young men are going to use that. Even there's like not that, a house yeah. full of girls. They're just going to be like, you know, it's not fair to the other girls involved. And their girlfriends are going to be like, what are the girls? And yeah. <laughs> it's that's, just going to make it even worse. It's <laughs> quality game tape is what it is. Like, that's that, like that's if you're putting on one of those seminars on, like, how to pick up ladies, it's like, this is what you do, gentlemen. Like this. Oh, God. Oh, it's terrible. It's terrible to talk like that. But, <laughs> but here, here we are. Gentlemen, don't do that. Don't pull in here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't, don't actually do, do that. I, like. The Crossover Podcast does not condone cheating on your wife. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so true. We need to get some of those. Yeah. (sighs) I actually need some disclaimers for the other show I do. Uh, (laughs) Just like that one. (laughs) Uh, When you get big time, Craig, make sure I'm your your voice guy who who just, you know, you'd be like, Pierce, I just need you to say say these two things. Here's five five bucks. Dance for me, monkey. (laughs) Here's an awful thing I'm about to say. Please record a disclaimer in which I say, which I say that the radio station doesn't believe it. Okay. We need to talk about Danielle M. getting swatted not once, but twice on her one-on-one date with Nick. <laughs> like, yeah, that was got, awkward. Oh, God. She got she went for the dunk attempt and got swatted by that kid on the basketball court with like what looked like a five-foot hoop. And then <laughs> was later swatted by Nick on an attempt to find love. Um Oh, it, I know. It's it's terrible. She, come on, she was so good though, so good. She was a, like she seems like a sweet person, but as far as reality TV goes, she she was dry white toast, right? Yeah. Am, am I out of, am I out of line saying that? I don't know. Well, I just, no, you're absolutely right. Yeah. You're right. I felt a little bit bad because it, it genuinely seemed in the early part of the date when they were doing their little activities, bike riding, whatever, mm-hmm. it seemed like they were having a pretty good time. But yeah, as soon as things slowed down and they were sitting at that bar, I was like, oh, look at this interesting formation in the water. <laughs> it's yeah. like a seashell island. I was like, oh, they in trouble. That's that's not good. If you're talking about formations in the water, that is a sign you are in deep trouble. You're sinking. Danielle M, her whole story fascinates me because she's like she's like a a a child surgeon or something, isn't she? Like pediatric nurse, neonatal nurse. Yeah, yeah. She's she's like a yeah, she's like a child doctor, nursey type thing, which to me suggests that she, you know, is obviously smart, right? Mm -hmm. But she doesn't seem that astute to me. 
because I mean this is horrible that her her fiance died of of a drug overdose, but she told mm-hmm. Nick that she had no clue he was even into that. I can't sneak a piece of cake into my house <laughs> without my wife knowing, and then this guy somehow hid like a drug problem from his wife who was a nurse. I, I don't know. She, it, it, there's a disconnect there for me, in in yeah. in in t- just in terms of of her problem. Maybe she's just not very astute. I guess I don't know. Perhaps it's just all. It's just that just, whole thing fascinates me. That's all. Maybe when it's so close to home, like maybe she was yeah. in denial about it. I mean, that's that, possible. That's probably is a valid point. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably right. It's just like I don't think I'm at a line saying that there's a disconnect there because it just seems very strange to me that that a person who would have attended medical school for many years in some sort of fashion was unable to pinpoint a a person with a drug problem. Just, yeah, I think the de- denial, uh, the denial nice. ones is yes. the simplest and easiest explanation. Yeah. Like maybe she thought that okay, he dabbles from time to time. I guess he just likes to, you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, but n- didn't like realize it was like a full scare problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys are probably right. So who do you think is, we got? A, we got a little tease for someone coming back. Yeah. Here are the three I think I've nailed it down to, but I I, I could be completely wrong. And, and a couple of these are courtesy of my wife. Uh, one, because, uh, like, some lady is apparently coming back to... to yes, we saw in the preview. I'm knocking on the door. Yeah. One is obviously Liz the doula comes back. I don't remember her. She, she was the, the one, one... Jaden Tanner's wedding, right? The, the one he... he oh, right. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Would be her. Uh, one of the other two bachelor, like, because Nick was a runner-up twice, right? Yeah. So it could potentially be one of the other two ladies who, because you know, I assume they're both divorced now because it's the Bachelor and <laughs> none of these relationships <laughs> last. So one of those two ladies comes back, and from my wife, she suggested, what if Jen from Paradise came back, who Nick had a thing with and and had a ring for and was going to propose, but then she was like, I don't think we know each other well enough yet to get married. Could it be Ooh. Jen from Paradise? Those there that. Yeah, I have an alternate theory. Oh yeah, like what? what a, anything you can throw out there, feel free. What if it's Christina? Could what be. if she's she even said the like, hair when, wasn't black enough? Christina's got really dark hair, and the the oh, that's, again could yeah, be. Yeah, this girl had like highlights, eh? Yeah, she had some sort of because uh, like that's my Batman. Like I I've been trained heavily by the Batman to note to notice crap like that, but <laughs> it but it it you know that could be another editing thing where it's just like here's this person, but it's it's not right like it could it could be yeah. Christina. Craig? i hadn't thought about what you said uh my 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 gut and like i you mentioned uh one of the two women uh, either andy dorfman or or, yes. or caitlin uh it was not it wouldn't be caitlin probably not andy dorfman even though her relationship with mm-hmm. uh uh aaron murray's brother seems to have uh, gone off the rails uh horribly really? but hey. my, oh yeah yeah oh, my they, they always That's a do a bit of trivia that's fun um uh, my gut instinct, and again, it probably doesn't match up with your hair, and I can't remember it that well, but I thought it was Taylor, and not coming back for Nick, but coming back try to take Corinne down one last time. <laughs> All the way from Bimini or whatever, or did she follow her to Miami or whatever it is? Yeah, I don't know, but maybe, I don't know, Like she should probably have find a way to track them down somehow. She probably still texts with someone who's, in the, who's on the production crew, hey, where are you guys right now? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just I'm just thinking out loud here, but what that would be my... sorry. Go ahead. No, no, that'd just be my favorite possible outcome, which would be mm-hmm. it's uh, it, it's Taylor just looking to looking to burn Corinne one last time. 
Right. Now, if we go with Pierce's theory, if it's one of the ladies from previous seasons or what have you, what if it's not... Like, what if they're coming back not for romantic purposes, but, like, as that counselor function? Like, yeah, that could also be a hard time. Like, try and help him get over his baggage, right? And be like, listen, you have such a great opportunity here. These great women, blah, blah, blah. So maybe the producers are bringing in someone who can, like, you know, be his Obi-Wan and, like, center him sort of a thing, you know? Yeah, that's that's very... Like, it could be, like, Jade from Jade and Tanner's Wedding, who apparently... uh... Yeah. Is yeah. I don't know. It could. Yeah. It could be somebody of of bachelor, uh, of the just of the bachelor, ro- just yeah. off the roster, right? And that that they bring yeah. back to be like, are you ready for this? How are you feeling? Are you doing this? And it's not really. And they're like, you know. And they got me again with the edit. You know, like once again, Gene Parmesan. They got me again with the. Uh, <laughs> oh, they got me again. Yeah, with the editing of of like, because like they were like, and someone from Nick's past returns, right? And they you know had the shots of somebody knocking on his door right and it's it's really just a producer handing him a sandwich or something like that (laughs) (laughs) oh that'd be great i i i would i'd like that just because i like the fact that they would have tricked us all so much yeah 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 i I, I like to be fooled yeah (laughs) so is that it i think anything else you guys want to talk about i think i think we covered that episode pretty well yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to hometowns. Yeah. I'm just so damn excited for hometowns. And yeah. you know they're gonna put they're gonna I nearly said Raquel, they're gonna put Corinne last. Yeah. So we're all gonna like sit through the entire episode just to get to her. Ugh. That's what they're gonna do to us guys. They're gonna make us yeah. wait so long for this. Oh yeah. Well, Corinne, we'll, we'll get Corinne's some... gonna be the fourth one, right? Yeah. 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 We'll get some sweet Montreal shots before that though. That's Woo! true. Yeah. They'll likely the, go to some place you know, Jess. The established Maybe. Peak. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be happy. I'll be like, I've been there. I've been there. Yeah. I hope they don't go to the Stad Olympique. <laughs> it's dangerous. That you want to talk about insurance liabilities? Yeah. Don't go yeah. there. Well, oh, parts will fall on you. Yeah. yeah, you're better swimming with the sharks at this yeah. point. Yeah, basically, go swim at the St. Lawrence. Good God. Yeah. Oh goodness. I'm 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 excited to super excited for the hometown dates next week, and I hope God let let's hope Corinne gets the fantasy suite. Let let just yeah. That, that would the return be of the Platinum Vagine. Yeah, yeah, Platinum Vagine 2, Electric Boogaloo. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> platinum Vagine rides again? Wait, what? <laughs> yes. The Platinum Vagine ride. That would be the name for the second episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, oh, are we writing Bachelor that. fan fiction right now? Is that what we're doing? No, but, well, <laughs> not writing as much as wishfully thinking, I think. We're spitballing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're spitballing. Whipping. We're whipping. There's no bad ideas in brainstorming, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> oh god all right i love it uh just brady we'll see you next week for some bachelor talk and craig if we don't see you before then we'll get you back on for some back because we got to talk nhl because stuff is blowing up right now and like mm. i Ooh, like stuff going on yeah I've got, I've got so much nhl like stuff percolating right now but uh yeah uh, we'll be back later this week. Uh, Kevin Miller is going to come back on, and, and uh, I've made a bunch of Batman references in this podcast because I've got Batman on the brain because we went to go see Lego Batman, and then the Mel Gibson news dropped, and Ben Affleck looks like he's quitting Batman. So Kevin's going to come on, and, and I'm going to rant about a whole bunch. of. He's basically just going to sit there and, and listen quietly while I just go, and here's another thing that sucks, right? And <laughs> So look forward to that later on in the week. We'll, we'll, we're going to review Lego Batman, and, and I'm going to rant about a bunch of stuff. So crossover podcast available at crossoverpodcast.com. 
facebook.com slash crossover podcast we're on itunes please rate and subscribe and soundcloud.com slash crossover podcast thank you very much you too and we will catch you guys next week thanks Pierce. thank you no problem